0: On your PC, iPod or smartphone, this is the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. Coming up on the 24th and special edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast, we catch up with coach of the Melbourne women's side, Michelle Cowan, and coach of the Western Bulldogs women's team, Craig Starsevich. I'm Peter Holden, and welcome to the 24th and special edition of this GirlsPlayFooty.com podcast on Wednesday, the 22nd of July 2015. It's the Women's AFL Mini Draft Day, and uh, for the first time ever, a draft conducted via podcast that the AFL did. But you found out the news by keeping an eye on the Girls Play Footy Twitter account, because we tweeted all top 10 picks first before anybody else. And may I also add, those pick tweets that we went out with were the most retweeted out of any accounts, and we also had the most retweeted article with Matt Marsden who gave a quick rundown of those top 10 picks and also highlighting uh, peak number one Brianna Davey there'll be full analysis coming up soon from Katie Lambeski, just keep an eye on girlsplayfooty.com for her article coming up within the next 24 hours and uh, while you're there you can obviously have a look at the phantom draft and see how I went only getting 3 out of 10 but I did get the number one pick and I'll claim that. Let's get into our interviews, we are talking with the respective coaches, Michelle K Michelle Cowan, the uh, coach of the Melbourne women's side, and Craig Starsevich, the coach of the Western Bulldogs women's side. And let's start with the Victors first. They're three and zip against the Doggies, the Demons. Michelle Cowan, it's great to well finally pronounce your surname correctly. I've been getting it wrong for the last year. Uh, Michelle, let's start off by going back a week in a bit uh, where you had to make the phone call to delist uh, uh, some players so this draft could actually take place.
1: Yeah, really tough decision. And, uh, you know, credit to those five girls who, uh, you know, spoke to them all recently as well. And their attitudes are just fantastic. And, and no doubt about it, all five of them will be pushing for selection in the future as well, which is just goes to show the depth of, the game and, and the competition at the moment.
0: Uh, just by luck, uh, yourself and Craig had five uh, players you had to delist each. Was that uh, by a mutual agreement or j- just by luck that turned out that way?
1: Yeah, just by luck it really turned out that way. And obviously we had the one with C-Mac uh, through injury there. So, yeah, it just turned out that way really. So a bit of a surprise there. And, um, yeah, it just gives 10 girls another opportunity, which, um, which we saw that happen today.
0: Now, as we go into it, uh, um, we haven't been told about the emergency rules, so I'm guessing that for both sides, uh, pick number five respectively uh, will be the emergency?
1: Oh, look, at this stage we, um, we can probably uh, look at announcing that closer to the game. So not necessarily pick five, but um, we'll look at announcing that closer to the day.
0: And of course, uh, today was mini draft day, and it's a bit unusual that these were announced uh, via podcast. So, when did the actual draft itself take place, and how did it take place?
1: Yeah, that, that, that took place today, really. So we we spoke about our five that uh, we wanted. It was a uh, you know a bit of a, a conference call that took place, and and then it all got announced live today. So those girls actually found out through uh, whether it be Twitter or through the live podcast, and, and I've been lucky enough to get on the phone to them uh, since then and and have a chat with all five of our girls, which, uh, you know, their response is, has just been amazing, and, and that's really the upside of coaching and, and why I think i have only got, uh, you know, last week it's the hardest job of coaching is telling five girls, but this week when you get to tell five girls that their dreams have come true and to hear their reactions and, and the way that they've responded is uh, it's pretty amazing. and. And it's really re- rewarding as a coach. You, you love that
0: side of the game. Let's start going through those plays you've drafted. Uh, the, the first pick uh, for you, which was pick number two overall, uh, Brittany Benici from the St Kilda Sharks, who I guess she probably would have had a good chance to see over in WA when she was there for the Youth Girls Carnival just a couple of months ago.
1: Yeah, it had a lot to do with Britt over the last few years, actually, so I coached against her with the Youth Girls Championship and great opportunity in 2013 to coach the AFL Academy that headed over to New Zealand and herself, um, you know, she was part of that and she's just a brilliant character and 2013, I would have said that she would be pulling on an AFL jumper, no doubt about it. And she's ticking all the boxes in regards to getting senior footy under her belt and She's doing that really well at St Kilda, so I've been really impressed with her. And she's a she's a raw footballer. She's got a lot to learn still, only new to the game and new to senior footy, uh, more so. But uh, I'm excited about you know watching her take her game to a whole new level and, and playing AFL on the end.
0: And for you, that allows you particularly on that quick surface a midfielder who traditionally pushes forward and can pinch hit around half forward flank.
1: Yeah, she's a clever, very very smart footballer. Got great skills and. Uh, you know, her response over the phone today was just electric. So she's going to um, certainly make the most of her opportunity. And we're, we're just wrapped to have her on board.
0: And just to give everyone an idea of her athleticism, uh, she played uh, four games in five days in the Youth Girls Carnival, then jumped on a plane and flew back across to Melbourne and then played two days later senior football in the Premier Division and got best on ground for the St Kilda Sharks versus Melbourne Uni.
1: Yeah, probably uh, not ideal to the recovery from a really intense um, week with youth girls footy when you play that much footy. So, um, you know, we'll we'll make sure that we look at preparing herself and at the most professional level from here on as we look to um, play on August 16th.
0: Another girl over the last couple of years that's been uh, great at youth girls level and now making the step up to senior women's football. Uh, Your second pick, pick four overall, Sabrina Frederick-Traub from South Fremantle. And uh, again, I believe she was uh, a captain a couple of years ago of the Australian uh, breeze that went over uh, for a tour against New Zealand.
1: Yeah, her, her and Benici, I think they were captain and vice-captain. So, um, and, you know, Sabrina's an all-Australian ruck in, in the Youth Girls Championship, and, and that was the same year that Taylor Harris was named in that team as well. So it, it kind of shows you what sort of an athlete and talent she is. So Sabs can play on the ruck and, and play um, up forward, and she's a really talented player.
0: And I guess one of the most important things is uh, she's strong overhead, and she proved that in the uh, WA versus Victoria match.
1: Yeah, she is. She can really take a strong mark, and her kicking is um, is outstanding. It's really elite, and I've probably, um, you know, she can kick from about 50, 55 metres, and it's a real clean kick. So, um, along with her strong marks and her contested marks that she can take, um, you know, a great addition for
0: us. And no doubt we'll probably stretch the Bulldogs' back line as well when you've got those two tall targets in Frederick Traub and in Taylor Harris.
1: Yeah, oh, they've got a very solid back line. So the girls are going to have to be at their best on, on the day. But when they add the likes of Davey to potentially their their half-back line or whether she'll play in the middle, she's a very talented player. But, you know, they're, they're a very strong team. And um, Sabrina will certainly be tested. She's a, a young player as well at... Senior level, so she'll certainly be tested and, and have to play at her best. But um, I love what she can do. She's uh, electrifying, and and she's very competitive as well. And I love the her discipline that she has to get the best out of herself. It'll be really exciting for her.
0: Pick six uh, from Diamond Creek in Victoria, Tiana Ernst, second year in Victoria, originally from Townsville, uh, moved down to uh, southeast Queensland, played with Griffith Maruka and the QWAFL, um, is a doctor by trade. In fact, she found out the news, I'm told, during the middle of a 14-hour shift that she was pulling today. So uh, that gave her a little boost for the rest of the day. But uh, fair enough to say that Tiana Ernst was probably one of the uh, best ruck women that you could pick from around the country
1: yeah and what an amazing uh, young lady like, I just speaking with her today, she's uh, really committed to this, uh, an absolute professional. and uh, I really like the way she went about her business with Victoria versus wA. you know she went on Emma King and she'll be face to face with her again with this game, no doubt about it. so uh, excited about that head to head and um with her, but, you know, I'm glad that she's got the opportunity because a couple of years now she's been knocking on the door and, and she's certainly knocked down the door of late. So really good to have her on board. She's a brilliant person, great character and a fantastic attitude and, and that's what we're about at Melbourne.
0: And as well, um, we should mention she's not only just a tall player as well, but I believe at, at school level she actually represented Queensland in track and field and has got great athleticism.
1: Yeah, she does. She's an absolute athlete and a real professional athlete Athlete and goes about preparing herself in in some of the most professional ways that I've ever heard. So uh, when I speak to Daisy Pierce about her, Daisy just raves about her and, and that's her competitiveness and her professionalism and, and want to get the best out of herself. And, and that's what she was saying to me today. She, she wants to raise the bar and and be the best possible player she can be. And I think surrounding herself with the players that we've got at Melbourne Footy Club, we can really help her do that.
0: Let's have a look at uh, pick number eight. It was the third Sharks players picked up overall. The Sharks at the moment in red-hot form in the VWFL. Uh, Jenna Bruton, uh, originally from uh, Ballarat, now playing for the St Kilda Sharks, uh, a midfielder for you. Pick number four, pick eight overall.
1: Yeah, Jenna, uh, you know, she had her opportunity in 2013 and, and probably didn't get as much game time um, that she would have liked. But I've certainly seen over the years something in Jenna and, and I think she's a fantastic uh, injection for us through our midfield uh, going going in the forward line as well. So she's a, an absolute athlete. She's got a, a really good tank on her and and I love her skills as well. So really looking forward to getting to know her and, and all the other girls uh, a lot better. Um, speaking with her today, she's working on the farm and, and you know, she's... Uh, just a, again just a brilliant character and, and great girl so rapt to have jenna on board
0: the final pick for you and uh, pick 10 overall was jessica delpos from darabin um traditionally been seen in years gone by as a player that would be more playing around the forward pocket half forward flank has been used more frequently on the ball by um coach richard delpos and uh, jessica certainly worthy of her spot
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the Jess, we've seen her take her footy uh, to a new level of um, versatility and and that's what we do look for at the Albany's players that can play back, mid and, and forward. And we're lucky to have the luxury of that with majority of our players. So, um, you know, even at Kirby Bentley, you've got the luxury of whether you have her in the back line or on the ball or, or in the forward line. And, and Jess is, is that as well. She can play back, she can play middle, or she can play forward. So it's great that she's been able to further develop her game by, you know, playing a variety of roles. Um and again, you know, had the opportunity to meet Jess briefly when she was over here in, in WA. And, and she's a brilliant character, brilliant person. And um, I'm really looking forward to working with her and getting to know her as well.
0: And Michelle, just quickly before we let you go, uh, you've obviously had a quick little look over who the Western Bulldogs have uh, picked. Is there a couple of names there that, you've, that make you raise your eyebrow thinking, geez, she could be a concern, a bit difficult to stop?
1: Yeah, look, all of their picks are are outstanding and no doubt we're all on our radar as well. Um, Talia Randall had an amazing game on the weekend, Uh, certainly probably the player that stood out for me in that Queensland-New South Wales game, Um, as as well as quite a few other girls. There's certainly a lot of girls that were really unlucky to miss out today and and it's an exciting time to see the amount of girls that are really putting their name forward and and putting their hand up for selection because... It's no easy feat. We're, uh, you know, our discussions were went for a long time, and and players' names were thrown about, and some players in Adelaide and New South Wales and other WA and Victorian and, and Queensland players as well. So, and and Northern Territory, you know, they're not far behind with knocking on the door. So, um, you know, and Davy for Bulldogs, obviously, we've seen what she can do. She's been in the best for the. St Kilda Sharks uh, quite regularly over this whole season. She's a talented footballer, and no doubt we'll have to do a bit more research on her and, and pick the brains of those who've already played against her. But she uh, she's a pure athlete, a uh, fantastic footballer, from what I have. and and the bits that I have seen. So that was certainly a great pickup for them.
0: And we thank Michelle very much for her time and uh, wish her all the best as she tries and puts the squad together over social media and communicate with everyone over the next couple of weeks so they're all on the same page before they meet a couple of days out from the next women's exhibition match, August 16, which I should mention is being shown on free-to-air television. It'll either be on Channel 7 or 7Mate, depending in your area. Check your broadcast guides. Uh, Before we jump in and speak with our next coach, I should give a little plug to Girls Play Footy Radio. Uh, It's very simple to find at girlsplayfooty.com on the right-hand side of the page. Or if it doesn't load on your mobile, just download the TuneIn app from either Google Play or from the Apple iTunes Store, the App Store. And uh, when you download TuneIn, you just search for Girls Play Footy and you can listen to Girls Play Footy Radio. We're back on Sunday, one thirty pm We're doing the Eastern Devils versus St Kilda Sharks in the VWFL Premier Division. A must-win game for the Devils to uh, remain in touch with the top four. Should be a cracking contest Sunday, one thirty pm Now let's speak with a man who is the high-performance manager uh, for female football in Queensland. He was the coach this year of the Queensland Youth Girls side, the under-18s, the coach of the uh, Open Women's State side for Queensland, who took on Tasmania and New South Wales ACT. And most importantly, he is the uh, head women's coach for the Western Bulldogs, Craig Starsevich. Craig, thank you very much for joining us. Now, for the side that you were looking at, you had to pick five players. Were you looking for something that was trying to improve or, or fill the holes from the game at the MCG? Or were you looking for a side that was specifically skewed to uh, using the faster track of Had Stadium for August 16?
2: A bit of both, Peter, actually. Um, there are definitely some uh, spots that we needed to fill. We've, we needed... Um a a genuine small defender and we've got a couple of girls that can play that role and we just the flexibility that Davey and Randall give us as sort of tall utilities um, that provides us with all sorts of flexibility which then sort of cascades down through your group too with Brennan and O'Connor and those sorts of girls so we're really happy that we got uh, Davey and Randall to help us in that in that regard.
0: Some expected names, some that flew under the radar. Let's begin with uh, pick one, and I don't think it was a surprise to anyone that she was going to go first. Uh, the uh, former Matildas goalkeeper, uh, Brianna Davy from the St Kilda Sharks, pick number one.
2: Yeah, she's, you know, obviously been outstanding in the VWFL has Brianna, so um, she was really hard to go past. She's a um, first-choice athlete, playing really good club football, got a good football background, albeit sort of, you know, when she was a, A a primary school age player, Um, but obviously been around a high performance program with soccer and, you know, who's to say that um, her goalkeeping and her AFL can't work in harmony in the years to come. Hopefully we'll get to see a lot of her.
0: And I guess the great attribute about her as well as a shape and a strong core that she's very difficult to tackle.
2: Yeah, she's definitely strong, no doubt about that. So, you know, you can play her through the midfield as a a, uh, nat five type. I've heard someone refer to her like that today, Daisy, I think. But, um, you know, you can also throw a key position as well. So, you know, she's got a lot of strings to her bow.
0: And of course, for those at home, we should point out that Brianna Davey has been named uh, in the best seven times. That's in all seven matches she's played for the St Kilda Sharks this year in the VWFL. Your uh, second pick overall, uh, pick number three, uh, Talia Randall from uh, Nambour Maroochydore in uh, Queensland. And uh, according to Michelle Cohen, uh, impressed with Talia's uh, performance against New South Wales ACT on, on Sunday?
2: Yeah, has played two state games at senior level this year on top of All-Australian at Youth Girls. So every time we've asked her to step up to another level, she's just, you know, done it comfortably. I wouldn't say that she's absolutely set the world on fire um at senior level, but just she's got the game and the athleticism to to rise to new levels. So, you know, we're we're really confident that we've, you know, got a, a super player that's gonna be um, you know, a long term star of the future national league.
0: And just a side note as well, she was the second player from Griffith Maruka to be picked in the uh, top 10, the other one going to Melbourne, who relocated to Victoria, uh, an original Reds player in Tiana Ernst.
2: Yeah, so has just been playing a little bit as a top-up for Griffith Maruka, but um, yeah, Tiana's obviously got the background there as well. And you know, For a club that's had a bit of a tough year in our competition, um, it's quite ironic that they've produced um, a couple of draft picks today.
0: You've also gone with a player that uh, was on the Bulldogs list last year for uh, Eddie Had statements. In fact, she was a late call-up to replace some injuries. Uh, Caitlin Edwards from East Fremantle, your pick three, pick five overall.
2: Yep, medium sizer that can play a lot of roles as well. Um, you know, really happy that Caitlin, when she's up and going, takes the game on and likes to run and carry. That'll be handy if she plays in defence or through the midfield. So again, um, it's sort of adding to our stocks with uh, Ashmore, Chotchi, Bates, uh, Heather Anderson, that sort of crew. We just needed uh, more players like that, that uh, you know, can take on the opposition and get out and run and carry.
0: One name that certainly got under the radar, uh, only because of the limited information we get from Tasmania, because it's a relatively new league that's only been around for a few years. Uh, Emma Humphreys, you picked up for, as your fourth pick, pick seven overall.
2: Yeah, Emma played against for Tasmania against Queensland this year, and in, in a team that was um sort of soundly beaten, she was a shining light, and uh you know got enough of the football herself, and that that sort of says something when your team's not firing so um really impressed with the way that she 's able to win her own ball in close, um again, get away from congestion, carry it a bit and, and actually she 's got a really long thumping kick for uh, a a smaller player, so got a lot of attributes there too, um and uh, you know we'll be keen to use her as a as a small mid, and again go forward or go back as well.
0: And for you, does that rate more highly? Someone that's able to rake up the possessions and do those one percenters, insides that do you know, find themselves uh, on the uh, bad end of a few scores again. For example, like, as you mentioned earlier, Griffin Maruka and the QWAFL and Tasmania this year in the state game.
2: Yeah, if you stand up when your team's getting soundly beaten, I think that shows that you've you know got the um, the courage to fight on and a bit of uh, a bit of pride in your own performance. So yeah, there's no doubt that attribute on top of um, you know your technical abilities and Uh, Your physical attributes, that that sort of mental toughness is definitely something that's handy in these games.
0: Pick nine in your uh, final pick uh, for the Western Bulldogs, Maddie Collier from the Stingrays in New South Wales.
2: Yeah, so Maddie uh, has played a couple of very good state games this year. She played for New South Wales ACT against Vic B and was um, really good. And she was good again against Queensland on Sunday. So She's um, very courageous for her size um, and, again, nice, neat foot skills, runs and carries when she gets the opportunity, uh, a really nice little, neat player, and um, she'll get a chance you know, maybe as a small forward or a, or a midfielder.
0: And I guess the encouraging side were those final two picks from Tasmania and New South Wales players coming out of what we call the developing states for women's football.
2: Yeah, it wasn't by design. It was, uh, it was basically um, looking at girls that stood up in teams as we just spoke about, where where the team may not be as strong in in developing states, but for those girls to really shine uh, when, you know, in good teams, sometimes you can get carried along and these girls uh, were standing up under tough circumstances. So that, that probably grabbed our attention also.
0: And, of course, uh, the last match you played was at the MCG earlier this year. You've uh, made the closest margin yet, eight points. What do you see that you need to improve on as a Bulldogs unit to finally catch up those remaining eight points and pass the Melbourne Demons for your first victory?
2: Tidying up a couple of clangour mistakes, Peter, <laughs> first and foremost. That was uh, probably what cost us uh, a few goals in the last game. Um, but outside of that, it's probably... Um, going forward, I think, trying to get... Um, we're OK when we get it really deep to so Darcy and, and Mo and others down there, but um, uh, just that little little bit in between, the 40 to 70 out, if you like, just trying to get through there with a bit of uh, sure ball movement and, and perhaps even you know run and carry a little bit more through the middle and, and launch a little bit deeper into our forward 50. But I think Melbourne would have uh, a similar sort of objective. Every team likes to get it in long and deep to their forwards. Uh, but that's something we'll be working on. Um, we think Eddie had to actually suit our team because um, we've got uh, a little bit more running at this time, and I, I think the faster track will see that it'll open up a lot more, less stoppages, and it'll flow a, bit, a little bit more than perhaps it did at the MCG.
0: And, of course, you got a good look at uh, who Melbourne have picked up. Is there anyone out of the Melbourne five that have just raised your eyebrow, thinking, hmm, she could be hard to stop?
2: Oh, look, we're, we're really interested in Bruton and Benici, so... You know, there, there too. We probably weren't in the market for Ruckman, so that that wasn't um, necessarily um, our go. But the the two smalls definitely were uh, were two that uh, you know they were definitely on our shopping list there at some point.
0: Well, Craig, thank you very much for joining us here on GirlsPlayFooty.com. We wish you all the best in the coming weeks as you try and uh, pull the squad together over social media, and then obviously in the couple of days that you have them before the match, and then of course the first ever TV game of women's exhibition football uh, coming up on August 16.
2: Good on you, Peter. Thanks for your support, mate. It's been fantastic. Well
0: done. And a big thank you again to Craig Starsevich and Michelle Cowan for their time. Both very busy people, but they took the time out of their day to speak to us here at girlsplayfooty.com, which means a heck of a lot to us because all the crew behind the scene, all of those writing for the girlsplayfooty.com website and all those helping with Girls Play Footy Radio are all volunteers. We don't get any financial support in any way from any corporate sponsors or football leagues. It's all a volunteer production. And uh, for them to uh, come on board and give their time to do uh, some interviews Views. And of course for you, for just downloading and listening to this podcast or liking us on Facebook or via our Twitter account, really does mean everything to us. Thank you very much for your company. Keep an eye on girlsplayfooty.com during the week for more analysis of the mini draft and as well the uh, State League reviews coming up over the coming weeks as we head into finals territory. And don't forget girlsplayfooty.com radio by searching on your tuning app for Girls Play Footy every Sunday at 1.30pm for our Match of the Day broadcast. I'm Peter Holden. Until next week's podcast, it's... Bye for now.